podcast and i'm gonna give you i'm gonna give you a great show today a great fucking show today i'm kind of lit and we're gonna be talking about the bullshit the fuckery that's been going down all the past two to three weeks of this fucking i don't know if it's the end of july or the end of august this bullshit has been going on crazy i don't know what's i think the moon has came down too fucking hard today but um we're gonna talk about this bullshit. Let's let's get right into it. First segment. First segment. We're talking about the Reggie news. Reggie news. This is the Reggie news that's going on. So if y'all don't know what the Reggie news is, it's it means the regular news. We call Reggies the fucking regular ass niggas. And today we're gonna to talk about the Reggie news. Okay. So first in the Reggie news, we're talking about the Will and Jada allegations. Yes, yes, yes. We've heard this fucking a million times. Can we not get the same fucking rumor? Can somebody write some new shit, my nigga? Can we get a can we get fucking Quentin Quentin Miller in this motherfucker to write write a new fucking rumor for Will and Jada? Because this is the same bullshit that I keep hearing every fucking three to four months. Will and Jada's getting divorced. Will and Jada fucking Will and Jada has has what were they doing? Swinging, and now they're getting divorced. We don't want to hear that shit anymore. It's the same bullshit. So to clear those fucking rumors up, we got your boy, William Smith. William Fresh Prince Ass Smith to clear his shit up on Facebook. And what does William fucking Smith say on Facebook? Well, he goes, and he's, and he's, he, I quote, I fucking quote. He, I think he's tired of y'all niggas with this, this, the stupid shit, the malarkey, as Chappelle would say. But he quotes: "Under normal circumstances, he does not respond to the fucking foolishness." Well, I'm not gonna quote the fucking part, but he, he doesn't respond to the foolishness. But so many people have extended me their deepest condolences that I figured, what the hell? I can be foolish too. So in the interest of redundant, re- repetitious, over and over againness, Jada and I are not getting a divorce. They're not getting a fucking divorce. So I just want to say that, niggas, please stop putting the bullshit into these fucking blogs saying that these niggas are getting a divorce because they're not. There's no possible way that these niggas are getting a divorce. They look pretty happy to me. So... If you guys think that shit, y'all niggas need to fall the fuck off this fucking pla- this planet. That's what I that's what I have to say about those allegations. But on to on to some other shit. Speaking of Will Smith, did you guys see this picture of Will Smith, Drake, and Kanye? The whole thing I want I just wanted to talk about is why the fuck they were laughing so goddamn hard. On whatever they were like, I don't know if they were looking at a meme. They're looking at their their fucking assholes. They they were looking at fucking Drake's ex. I don't know what the fuck they were looking at, 
but they were laughing so damn hard. And I want to know what the fucking laugh is. Like, I, I don't know if you guys give a fuck, but I do because Kanye was really laughing hard. Like, the, it was a it was a punchline from fucking Richard Pryor or fucking Cat Williams or some shit. Because the nigga was rolling on the floor. If you've seen it clearly in the video on Instagram, this nigga was laughing his fucking ass off. And I don't understand that shit. Niggas, niggas is pointing fucking memes, pictures on his Will, Will Smith's phone, laughing hard as fuck. And I'm just like, yo, can you show the fucking picture on the camera? I'm, I'm trying to see what you're laughing at. Because it, it clearly can't be as funny as y'all are fucking pointing at it. So maybe, maybe, maybe it was, maybe it was a Meek Mill, that's, that's my allegation. I think it, it was a fucking Meek Mill meme. And these niggas was just laughing at that nigga. Laughing at the fact of a nigga from Philly. No disrespect to Philly, respectfully. As Star would say, respectfully. Because I don't want no problems from no nigga named A.R. Ab or no fucking Chubby Jag, fucking Cassidy. I don't want no shit. Because them niggas had court cases, and I, I I can't deal with a fucking court case. But I just want to say, a nigga took an L this week. So speaking of that fuckery-ass picture of Will Smith, Drake, and Kanye laughing their fucking asses off to some bullshit, I'm, I'm guessing it's a meme about a nigga from, the, from Philly named Meekery or Muckery. Or fuckery mill, who decided to fucking call Drake out? My nigga Aubrey Graham, Jimmy from DeGrassi, um, what else? Heartbreak Drake, fucking whatever you want to call him. He decides to go on fucking Twitter, and everybody knows this fucking um, this whole beef situation. But he decides to go on Twitter because I'm assuming that. Well, everybody's assuming that it's because something happened with Meek Mill and Nicki Minaj or Meek Mill, Nicki Minaj, and Drake. But Meek decides to come on Instagram, talk that, you know, talk that shit. Because let's 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 take it back. Not not even with the beef situation. Let's take it back to what Meek does well. Social media. If you go on Meek Mill's fucking Instagram, the nigga flosses his fucking watches the nigga shows fucking bundles of cash the nigga just shows him coming out of wraiths and fucking going on private jets and all that fucking bullshit that the regular average nigga doesn't do every day so you know a regular average nigga is gonna hate so to i don't know where i'm bringing or why i'm bringing this up but to to, to transcribe that to this whole beef Meek decides instead of you know what not not fucking calling Drake or Aubrey Graham as we call him in the government name he decides to oh you know what how about I air this nigga out on fucking Twitter and say you know what that nigga Drake doesn't basically this is basically what he says he's basically saying nah that nigga Drake doesn't write raps or whatever so you know the fucking Twitter feed goes fucking bananas like donkey kong and fucking diddy kong and whatever the fuck you want to say the nigga they go bananas <laughs> that's that's point that's point blank simple and so what happens nothing 
We see nothing for a day, then fucking two days, then three days, then four days. Well, I'm, this is all off my fucking top of the dome. I can't remember when he drops it. But then all of a sudden, Drake drops Charged Up. Niggas say that Charged Up was weak. It was okay, but he did the the real rap shit. He he rapped. He still he still went at him subliminally, subliminally. I can't even fucking say the fucking word. Fucking liquors in my head. But subliminally. And I thought that was clever. I thought that was clever. I don't. I don't even think it was weak. I thought it was really good. Like niggas was hating on it. Like they weren't hating on it, but they, they're like, yo, like first of all, Meek puts a post up, putting like a a fucking emoji con, of a nigga like, damn, that was, what was it, cotton soft or, fucking cotton candy soft, whatever the you know some bull bullshit ass, fucking line like this nigga is a comedian, when let's take it back when fucking. Kevin Hart was working that ass. The nigga couldn't say shit. Nigga got pissed off. If y'all please go on YouTube, type in Kevin Hart and fucking Meek Mill. Look at Meek Mill's face. That nigga, that nigga couldn't take a joke for a damn. Nigga looked like he wanted to pull out a blicky, a fucking oop, a fucking Uzi, and and fucking spray fucking Kevin Hart for fucking joking on him because he couldn't stop that nigga. Kevin Hart, Kevin Hart was going in on this nigga that he couldn't give a fuck, my nigga. Shout out to Star for that. He couldn't give a fuck. But like I was saying, that nigga, that nigga Meek goes on saying it's cotton soft, fucking baby soft, baby lotion soft, whatever, he, whatever fucking Twitter bullshit that he usually says. Um, and, and and you know, I didn't think it was that weak because he says some clever shit. Like, if you notice, Meek's shit is I don't know why I'm sound. It sounded like I'm really bagging because I actually like Meek. But it sounded like I'm really just dogging this nigga. But he did he did take he deserves the shit. But anyways, so Meek, I mean Drake, Drake talks about, you know, you know, the, the dream shit. Every think about it. Every fucking album that Meek has has some fucking I mean, I, I understand that that's your that's your thing. Dreams or whatever. But my nigga, change that shit up, my nigga. Dreams a nightmare, nightmare dream, dream chasing, chasing a dream. Fucking, I I don't know, my nigga. There's, I think you're losing, you're losing thought. Like you might have to go, like stray away from my dreams, my nigga. You might have to go to fucking thoughts or some shit, something new, thoughts, whatever. Like change that shit up. But but the way that Drake said that shit was so fucking clever. Like, and niggas niggas like really overlooked that that fucking song because that song was that's charged up was really good. That's what I like about Drake. He, you can you can tell it was to the nigga, but he didn't have to say it. And I guess niggas don't like subliminal like messages, but that shit just to me is like that that's that's a nigga that that's that's smart, that's strategic and and knows his shit cuz like looking at like there's other videos of Drake, but like Drake's at a kickball game. He has a fucking charged up shirt on. Like, think about that. That's so strategic. Like, that means he's been planning that shit out. He had a charged up shirt on. But back to that whole stupid ass fucking, I don't even know how this beef came out to be, but 
We're still waiting on Meek. Charges Up comes out. We're still waiting on Meek. Nothing. Nigga goes on Instagram and goes, you know what? I'm going to show my fucking money that I made on my girls tour. And I'm gonna show I'm gonna show the money, the stacks, the fucking stacks. And I respect Meek for that. The stacks that he makes. Cause that's a lot of money. I would want that shit. But like, nigga, instead of you taking a picture of yourself talking about on the way to fucking wherever it was in fucking Canada, instead of you taking a picture showing your stacks like you you talking on the telephone or whatever you whatever you you niggas do on the on with fucking stacks of money. Why wouldn't you go in the studio and fucking immediately after you even heard charge up if if you thought that shit was cotton soft or fucking fucking silk soft or whatever the fuck, why wouldn't you just go into the studio, put out wanna know, which you put out eventually later, which we'll get to that, and and you wouldn't have been in, in this fucking sad ass predicament. So Going to after charged up, nigga doesn't put out nothing. He just <laughs> still social media bullshit. And you're a rapper, my nigga. And you're a battle rapper and you're good. Your flow is sick. Like, I tell niggas that, like, I tell niggas your flow is like on on some real shit. I think Meek has the top, like, his flow is ridiculous. Like, that shit is. It's so sick. I remember first hearing Meek on that. Um, well, I've heard Meek before, but like when I really started to like Meek was when I heard um, Jesus. I think it was Jesus Peace by the Game. His his album Jesus Peace. That first song with the Game and Meek that put me onto Meek's um, like 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 really liking Meek a lot. I was like, yo, this nigga sounds amazing on the song. But back to the Drake and 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 Meek beef. These niggas. I mean, not these niggas. This nigga, Meek Mill, or Meek Millie, or Meek Million, or Philly Meek, or whatever you want to call this nigga, or Meat Mill, or whatever these memes are saying, still doesn't put out shit. So, what does young ass Aubrey Canadian Toronto ass Graham do? Does some strategic ass shit and puts on back to back, and what what is crazy about it? Cause everybody loves that song. But what's crazy about back to back is this nigga rapped on a beat that you could play in the club. Yo, I wish I had some fucking applause right now so I could press the button. But my God, I was at the club yesterday. They play back to back, and I just wanted to say, rest in peace, me, because Drake went in. And I'm not going to go into details on the fucking lyrics because everybody knows the lyrics by now because you can see that on OVO Fest, nigga, first of all, let's talk about that. OVO Fest, three days, he dropped this song maybe three, two to three days ago. Niggas know the words by heart. Jesus Christ. They know the the words like the Pledge of Allegiance, my nigga. That is, that's crazy. That's crazy to me. That's crazy to me. The song just came out. I looked on SoundCloud. This nigga had about like 300. I'm I'm not going to give you fucking facts, but I supposedly, I think that I remember. I'm on liquor right now, but I think that I remember. He had literally about fucking 300,000, um, pl- not plays, but likes on that shit. And that's pretty good. Because that's hard. Three days? 
for a new song, 300 likes, 300,000 likes, excuse me. That's excellent. <laughs> that's really excellent. Like, that shit is crazy. So, yeah, I'm not going to go into the lyrics because everybody, I know, I've been listening to podcasts all week and everybody talks about, oh, the fucking, of course, I'm going to say it right now. The 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 most quotable line, um, shout out to my boss, bitches, wife, and niggas. Of course, you know, everybody's talking about that shit because that was the meme of the fucking week. But speaking of OVO Fest, can we talk about how strategic Drake is again? So I'm thinking, you know, OVO Fest, maybe Drake will, will, will just, you know, you know how Drake is. He talks some shit like some rapper, like probably say, yo, some rappers, uh, some rappers is fucking with me, but they're not really fucking with me or some, some stupid ass shit. I thought, I thought he was doing that. This nigga comes in with a fucking big ass fucking, I don't know what to call it. Big ass MacBook or whatever fucking screen looking, big ass Samsung ass screen. In his concert, showing fucking all the fucking memes that were 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 played out throughout this week, and I want to respect my nigga Drake for doing that. I would give him a round of applause if I had the button, but damn, nigga, you know what my favorite meme was, and I don't know if y'all remember this meme, but I pu- I put this on my Instagram anyways. The meme of Nick Young when Nick Young tried to shoot a fucking three turn around and act like it was going in and that bitch went in and rolled the fuck out so nigga (laughs) that's how they said wanna know so speaking of ovo fest i know i didn't talk about meek mills because i'm not even going in order right now but let's go back to the fucking beef so anyways back to back goes on niggas go crazy they go fucking crazy let me let me give a side note too so charged up came out, then daylight the battle rapper. That's my nigga. That's like my favorite battle rapper. I I want to say even though he does his antics are fucking ridiculous. Niggas shitting on the fucking stage, fucking putting on like in his latest Vlad TV video. This niggas putting on fucking fake ass dreads, talking about uh the Migos copy for like just wanting attention and shit. But daylight puts out un uncharged up. Good song too. Pretty good song. Pretty good song. I don't know how Daylight's affiliated with this whole beef for it. I know I know he fucks with OVO, but like Daylight, I've never heard a fucking song from you, my nigga. Stick to the battle raps. But you know what? Can speaking of this fucking beef, my nigga, can we talk about this nigga this fucking nigga Safari? First of all, where do I start off by saying let let me just let me just say this. Safari is a he's a good he's a good rapper, right? He's a he's a decent rapper. He's better than me, right? <sighs> Safari drops this fucking beefs. I guess he I guess he felt that he need he needed to join the legions of OVO. And uh, drop a beat, a beef song called Lifeline. Amen to that. When I heard this fucking song, I thought I was back in 2000, not even 2000. I thought I was in back. Actually, you know what? I thought I was back in 2004, 2003 watching fucking Disney Channel. 
if Safari didn't get that Disney ass beat off the fucking radio with those goofy Mickey Mouse ass lines, this nigga had the worst fucking flow. And I always say this, um, I don't know if I said this, but this I had I I had a previous podcast called Waffles House. You can check that out, but it's only two episodes. No feedback, of course, because I'm still up and coming. But this is the bluster now. But um, this nigga, his flow is terrible. Like it's really bad. Like, and I said this before. Like he has the content. But his flow is fucking trash. Like, he starts it off like a fucking uh, Beanie Man fucking Vibes Cartel-ish ass. No, actually, it wasn't Vibes Cartel. It was like a fucking Shabba Ranks, like an old-ass Jamaican song. And I'm like, okay. Like, because, you know, I'm Jamaican too. But, like, I'm hearing this shit. And I'm just like, wait. Like, this is really bad. Like, this is this is really bad. Like, the beat is like, the beat came off of Zoog Disney. It's not even from Disney. It came from Zoog Disney where the fucking kids were jumping in the air, doing backflips and splits in the air. It's probably a Radio Disney. Like, it's, it's probably going to be played on Radio Disney, my nigga, because that shit was trash. Like, I know Meek just brushed that shit off. Like, he probably tossed, he probably took the file and threw that shit in the recycle bin <laughs> off his computer because that shit was disrespectfully trash. It hurt me to see that shit. I could I couldn't bear it, but I had to just just to talk about it, I had to listen to it twice fully. Like not fucking I'ma listen to it. Oh, I can I can't take it. I'm not gonna listen to it. No, I listened to it fully to give him the benefit of the doubt. But my nigga, whoa. Can you say some trashness? But you know what, Safari? You got you got a good one because I seen you got you got this new chick and you you doing well. So and and you plus you got like restaurants and shit in LA. You you good, my nigga. Just work on the flow. You be straight. You be straight. But that lifeline shit, my nigga. I don't know. I don't know who gave you the a okay, but they need to say no, 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 no. We're gonna revamp that. Like how I revamp my podcast. You gonna have to revamp that fucking flow, cause that shit was buns. So back to the Meek Mill shit. I don't know why I keep talking about this shit, but I need to get off the subject sooner sooner or later. But back to the Meek Mill shit. So we still waiting on Meek's fucking reply. Then it comes to Friday. I think it was like on a Friday. I wake up in the morning. I don't hear an uproar. Like how, like, okay, so back to back. Like the morning I woke up, my nigga texts me. He go, My nigga texts me and he goes, Yo, your boy just um, your boy just like put out a diss track, and I was like, I know. No, he was like, no, 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 no. Like, he put out another one. I was like, oh shit, let me go check. So I go check. It's not uncharged up. It's called back to back. I listen to that shit. I say, wow, this nigga really did go in because my nigga said he went in but i didn't i didn't believe i was like oh it might might be like charged up whatever throw some more subliminals but i was like i was like whoa first of all when i heard that shit i'll send bottles to charlotte because that's my nigga charlamagne he don't know it but that's my nigga when he said that shit excuse me fucking mic fell down when he said that bullshit i was like wow because they you know these those niggas didn't 
if y'all don't know, but those niggas really didn't get along, like, at all. That's why that nigga <laughs> never went to the breakfast club, because he did not get along with that nigga at all. And he really sent bottles to Charlemagne of Don Perignon, which are $200. 200 and maybe like $50. I thought Don Perignon was actually more money. It seems like bottles in the fucking club cost more than like like how much I perceive Don Perignon to be because like Don Perignon is about $200, $250. And like I feel like a bottle in the club is like uh like they charge like $1000 for a nigga to drink. But anyways, he sends he sends money to 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 Char- I mean not money bottles to Charlemagne and and I'm like whoa like he really is talking that shit and and going with it and then and then going forward we hear we hear on that Friday Meek drops a one and no so I'm like yo I can't wait to hear this like I'm not like excited to hear like if he even if he was to destroy Drake I'm like, I'm not excited to hear this because it's it's kind of fucking too late. Like, nigga, you waited, like, like, nigga, you had fucking three fucking weeks to to prepare for this shit. So that shit better be on fucking Harvard level fucking metaphors and similes. Like, that shit better have Ivy League fucking grammar in that bitch because you had you had way more time than that nigga Drake did to to um to write your shit. Like, and and it, it fell short. That's all I gotta say. Wanna know fell short. And I I want and I wanna wanna shout out I'm not shout out, but I wanna I wanna say this. Wanna know wasn't as bad as they say it was. Like people say, oh, wanna know was trash. Like that shit was weak. Nah, nigga, it was not that bad. Like wanna know, like if you listen to Meek, his flow was good. His content was alright. He 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 pulled out the fucking reference track with uh Quentin Miller and was um with the running through the I think it was running through the six with my woes, but on another on a side note, like I think with Quentin Miller, I think this some of the reference tracks. I think like Drake. This is my theory. I think Drake writes the shit, and like Quentin just finds a better flow, and then you know what I'm saying. So I don't know if y'all know can understand what I'm trying to say, but like like maybe Drake was to write running through the six with my woes, or maybe Quentin wrote running through the running through something else with my woes but like like running through like i guess running through the six with my woes if he or if he i don't know where his quinn's from if he's from fucking houston or whatever or running through whatever number through his woes like i, I feel like they they hired him for the flow because i actually listened to um uh, let me look on my phone because this the song was really good it was him and this guy named G.O.D. from Boston. Um, and it, it, like, you can tell that Quentin, well, actually, G.O.D. was really good, too. Like, but you can tell that um, Quentin, I actually, I might play this in the beginning of the the uh, podcast just for you guys to hear because um, this was a really good song. Uh, but, yeah, you can tell that Quentin has, like, a talent or a knack for, for just making catchy ass like songs like where you can just like something 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 but the song is called the ride around and it's quentin miller featuring god from boston and um and it's it's really it's not it's not polished like it's not like 
how if you're reading this, it's if you're reading this, it's too late. Like it's not polished like that. That's why Drake made that that album great. So even if Quentin did like supposedly write his raps, like um, it it's like Drake makes it onto another level because you can tell Quentin is is good at making melodies, but Drake just perfects it. Like he he can perfect the fucking melody. So that's that's what I have to say about that shit because. Like, I, I just don't, I can believe that Quentin wrote some of that stuff, but, like, I don't believe he wrote every fucking song on that, that mixtape. It just doesn't make sense to me, like, personally, like, I don't, I just can't believe him just, you know, sitting there writing every fucking thing. Because even if you look at the credits, I don't know if that's, like, I don't know if the credits are fucking and a good example, but, like, if you look at the credits, like, I think 10 Bands was the only one that, that Quentin Miller wrote on. I mean, Drake did have like Party Next Door writing um I am a legend. I mean, not I am a legend. Um legend. Um he had other people like I think he had D um D minus or whatever that nigga's name is writing his other shit. So it's not it's not like Quentin and this other niggas help helping. I feel like they're helping like they're all in a creative fucking room and they're all like throwing ideas out. I don't think it's just like writing that shit. Think about that shit. If you if you did write your shit, if you even wrote one album, like you're gonna have writer's block. Like you're gonna need niggas to help you like have ideas. Like that shit is it's impossible to not have like niggas help you out. Like you just keep writing shit. Like you have to be like inhuman, alien like to not have that um have that going on. But um I don't know. Anyways, back to what I'm going to say, uh, want to know, it wasn't as bad as I thought it was, like, Drake, I'm not Drake, Meek had really good, good bars, and, and, and he, 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 he did, he did his thing, I don't think it was, like, the best, but I don't think it was the worst on how they put it, like, I think it's because the way that Meek talks shit, that it's like, oh, nigga, like, we fucking hate you, so, like, whatever you put out is gonna be trash, and then, on, on to add to that, the nigga did put out the, the track, like, fucking super, super late, super duper late, so, niggas don't give a fuck now, like, he put it out when niggas, when niggas, um, like, could care less, like, they, they, they knew, after back-to-back, like, niggas didn't go a fuck, they're like, yeah, Meek, you took L, but, like, back to the OVO Fest, that nigga, destroyed him but speaking of after the ovo fest my nigga meek decides to say you know what instead of me getting mad at the fact that i took an l how about i tell you niggas in charlotte that um i'm mad at drake and if i see that nigga i'm gonna give him a wedgie my nigga this is not fucking I don't, like, nigga, this is not, this is not Nickelodeon, this is not Ned's Declassified School Survival Guide, my nigga, like, there's no way you can be giving niggas, first of all, you're, you're what, 25, 26 years old, nigga, nobody wants to see you doing some stupid ass, kid ass shit, talking about give a wedgie, like, if you're gonna fight, you fight, I don't, I don't condone that shit, whatever, but nigga, that was the corniest line I've ever heard in my life, a wedgie, a fucking wedgie, my nigga, that's all you could think of? There was no other comebacks that you could think of. I oh, I fucking hate. Like if I see this now, I'm gonna give him a wedgie. And then you call out niggas 
that you say supposedly don't give a fuck. You say Pusha don't fuck with you. Lil Wayne don't fuck with you. Tiger don't fuck with you. First of all, niggas don't give a fuck about Tiger not fucking with Drake. This nigga Tiger went double dust bunnies with his album. So niggas don't really don't give a fuck about that nigga. And I and I actually I wanted to promote his fucking TV show because that's actually a pretty good show, even though they do some stupid ass shit on there. Like buy a fucking stupid ass fucking not stupid ass. They buy a fucking twenty thousand dollar chair and convert it into a toilet, which makes no goddamn sense. That's just money just being wasted. So I just I just wanted to put that shit out there. But it's it's a really good show. He had um Chris Brown out there spray paint spray painting his um Sun Kid Sun King's room, which is was amazing. He he did like this little graffiti thing of a, like a, a couple beers or something like that. And that was that was pretty sick. And um and it showed like his manager and and it showed uh Master P coming in the house. And it was really good. The first episode was really good. I'm gonna check the second episode out. I thought King it's called Kinging with Tiger, and I, I thought it was pretty good. Like he's he, the thing about that I like about Tiger. He's not like he's not like. I mean, he has a lot of shit, but like, he's he's not like he's not a super cocky ass nigga, or whatever. But supposedly, I've heard that he is like, cause I, I heard that he came to Charlotte and was like that was a cocky ass nigga. But who gives a fuck? And then he says, Lil Wayne. I'm sure Lil Wayne does fuck with with Drake because suppose or allegedly Drake was singing back to back. So you're fucking wrong, Meek, once again, and you just make yourself look fucking stupid. And then finally, you said um, Pusha. We know Pusha doesn't fuck with him. Then he throw a diss track. We don't give a fuck. Where is Pusha? Pusha had that fucking cocaine or whatever album. Like niggas fucked with it, but like mainstream wise, niggas don't give a fuck. And Drake has a mainstream, so niggas are like in in a hole. It's not gonna give a fuck anyway. So only hip hop niggas would give a fuck. But honestly, niggas are not really gonna give a fuck about some silly ass shit like that that you said. And then today I hear that you put out another rap disc, which I'm not going to quote because I'm not fully sure. I, I watched it like one time, but I couldn't I couldn't translate what the fuck you were saying. So maybe next time get a clearer mic and say say what the fuck you want to say more clear. And then um, you said you don't fuck with A.R. Ab. So if you listen to the brilliant idiots yesterday, A.R. Ab said he didn't even he hasn't even fucking met Drake. He's going to take, first of all, if I'm in AR Abs situation, I will take any fucking co-sign from Drake. If I'm a, I'm a up, up and coming artist, and that's the same thing as if you were one, Meek, you will take a fucking co-sign, like all the videos that you were fucking in, talking about, oh, Drake's my favorite rapper, and oh, um, when, and this is a video of you and Drake talking, oh, I, f- I fucked with you heavy, blah, 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 like, um, and, and who put you on your first tour, nigga? Drake. <laughs> what a fucking coincidence, nigga. So think about that. But anyways, with AR Ab, how are you going to say you don't fuck with him? And the nigga's just taking a fuck. And he said that shit. He said, I've never even had a conversation with Drake. Not even a person, like a, oh, a fucking one-on-one, like face-to-face ass conversation. Like this nigga's tripping, bro. Like. He's he's really fucking tripping, like so he's 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 going in. Niggas really going in. But speaking of other meek shit, how about hold on? How about I take a break? I'm gonna take a break and I'll be right fucking back.
supposedly you're still in the fucking news and you supposedly are being sued for throwing a party at a rental property that only allowed six people to be there. The owners of the property are dragging celebrities such as Nicki Minaj, Khloe Kardashian, and Chris Brown into this lawsuit as trespassers. So Meek, this goes to show that you don't fucking understand, you don't fucking listen, you don't fucking abide by rules, you don't understand when no is no, you don't understand when an L is a fucking L, nigga. Nigga, if you are in a rental property, just fucking abide by the rules, my nigga. It's kind of like the, when you're on the streets, my nigga, of Philly, and you're fucking with cops. You're going to abide by the rules eventually because you, you don't want to get shot up and fucking hit with the blicky, my nigga. I doubt that. Excuse me. So I, I'm not even going to waste my time on that shit because that's some dickhead shit. But, um, you know... Niggas don't learn. Niggas don't fucking learn. So let's transition into speaking about young niggas that are are young and getting it type of niggas like how Meek was. Can we give a please a good round shout out to my nigga J. Cole from Fayetteville, North Carolina for selling out Madison Square Garden when niggas did not believe in this one good conscious ass rapper of a nigga from the streets of north carolina carolinas thank you because it is believable and um i did see that j cole went to jamaica maybe i don't know maybe it might have been a couple of months ago he has new fucking uh i guess he's doing a uh, a collaboration with a clothing line called um I want to say it's it starts with a B. I'm trying to remember what it was called. J. Cole has a clothing line with something, but I'm gonna get I'm gonna get the name. Oh, Bally. So J. Cole has a clo- uh, uh, um collaboration with Bally. So I'm thinking, oh, you know what? I'm <laughs> shoot. I'll, that's my nigga. I go. I went to all his concerts like when he came to um, North Carolina, except for one, I think. It was on CIAA, and I didn't go to that one, but I went to every other concert that he's came here to. But I, I um, decided, I'm like, yeah, I'll buy, it. I'll buy some shit if it's affordable, maybe a hundred, two hundred. This nigga wants six hundred ninety five, fucking seven hundred ninety five dollars for some fucking boots. Fuck no, nigga, that's like up the price of a car. Like he's tripping. A hiking boot? I would not be paying no thousand dollars, like damn near a thousand dollars for a hiking boot. He can, he can fall the fuck back, like off the earth with that shit. And you're my nigga, but nah, my nigga, I can't afford that. Like niggas gotta start thinking about the fucking customer, man. Six hundred dollars, like damn. Kanye shit, Kanye shit is a thousand resale. Your shit is six hundred dollars retail. Oh no, no, thank you. <laughs> I don't want that shit. That's that's way too much money for a, a pair of boots that I'm going to fuck up eventually walking around dirt and fucking gravel and and sidewalks, gum on the fucking street, fucking um grass, nah, clay, fucking clay cuz North Carolina got mad clay. Nah, no thanks. Rain, fuck no. 66695. That's way too much money. Way too much to be thrown out. 
But um, yeah, shout out to Drake for selling out Madison Square Garden because niggas really didn't believe in. I believed in that nigga, but niggas really didn't. They thought this nigga was, I guess, some fucking Trinidad James ass nigga. I don't know. I don't know why niggas didn't didn't give that nigga the benefit of the doubt. But whatever. So 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 let's talk about. This alleged fuckery. So I, I was listening to, um, if you guys haven't listened to this podcast, uh, Lip Service with Angela Yee from Power 105.1 with The Breakfast Club. Um, she has a podcast on on a daily. I, I don't know when it comes out. Maybe fucking, I want to say it comes out on a Monday or a Tuesday, whatever. So supposedly she brings on this lady called well, not called this lady named Julia Beverly, and Julia Beverly wrote a book about Pimp C, which I really want to cop and and read. Um, and Julia Beverly w- went on to the Breakfast Club and talked about Pimp C's life, and she brought Pimp C's son, and he looks exactly like the nigga, by the way. But um, she brings her on to lip service, and if you guys don't know about lip service, lip service talks about uh sexual types of things and um a female pers- uh, perspective also with a male perspective if they bring like a male guest star or whatever and so she brings julie on and julia brings a girl named jada yes i did remember that on my, the top of my head a girl named jada who used to sub allegedly i'm not gonna say uh she did but allegedly she she messed with pimp c while he was alive and um jada decides to um you know you know what since i'm talking about sexual things how about i air out some bullshit for you to hear so this segment is called the fuckery Yes, I said it, the fuckery, and this is all the stuff that I think is wild, fucking fucking crazy, like, unbelievable, like, I, I never even understood this shit possibly could happen, but this is the fuckery segment, guys, I've rolled off from the Reggie News to the motherfucking fuckery, so for the first part of the fuckery, Ju- I mean, Jada decides to bring up you know you know what my nigga with the with supposedly what star said that the nigga <laughs> suge knight has a fucking glass jaw he got his his jaw tested supposedly or allegedly she says that this nigga bigger and bad suge knight which i wouldn't want to fuck with allegedly uh, this is this i can't believe he did this shit but supposedly suge knight came back from jail whenever he came back from his fuck fuck boy stint and he forced he okay so he tried to make i don't know how to say this shit suge knight basically forced a nigga on the floor right and he said nigga drop to your knees and suck this dick what the fuck <laughs> whoa big and bad ass suge knight made a nigga suck his dick and the re and what jada said the reason was which makes no goddamn sense 
She said I wanted to, he wanted to do it to show that these niggas are pussy. I wish I had a round of applause to to give to this nigga Jada. What the fuck is that? And people, I put this on Reddit and niggas are like, oh, this sounds so homophobic. No, I don't give a fuck about if it's gay or not. I give a fuck about that this nigga was the most feared nigga in the 1990s. And this nigga is forcing a nigga on the ground to suck his dick so that he can show that they are pussy. That has no fucking logic or it makes no fucking sense on why you would do that. So I just shake my head and just and just fucking look away cuz the fuckery is is just heating up in this motherfucker. I don't know, is these couple weeks have been the fuckery has been going strong, very strong. So yeah, so supposedly Suge Knight got fellatio from a nigga and um he really didn't give a fuck. And you know what? Niggas, this this is a sidebar, but niggas say, you know, some niggas be, I guess, supposedly niggas think that that's not gay. That is gay, my nigga. I'm sorry. If you can let a nigga suck your dick, you're gay, no matter what you say. And I mean, it's nothing wrong with being gay at all. There's nothing wrong with it. But just don't say you're not because you are. You did, you did some shit and you like it. You enjoy it. You have enjoyed this shit. Even though you did it in, in jail, you you enjoy it, my nigga. So just accept what you are. So that's my, my whole thing on Suge Knight. I'm not going to go into that shit because them niggas is, that's a, that's a crazy ass nigga. And I don't think that would be correct. I mean, properly accepted to be doing that. But if we want to transition into some other fuckery. The fucking game supposedly is accused of sexually assaulting somebody and is being sued $10 million. So the alleged victim, Priscilla Rainey, says that the game forcefully reached inside her pants to touch her vagina and her buttocks. I'm not surprised. The game does some fuckery. The game fought fucking um, Forty Glock and is now supposedly supposedly he's he's saying some other shit like I don't know like Forty Glock did. Hold on, let me let me let me research this because the game the game man, oh my god. And he's a real nigga because he he did put he did put Forty Glock on his ass. Yeah, because I remember the game was calling for the Glock out for snitching, but supposedly he's he's saying some some shit like he that it was maybe it was Forty Glock's fault. I don't know, the fuck, I really don't know. But I can actually believe that shit. Like the game, the game doing that shit, like putting his hands in her, in her pants or some shit. Nigga, maybe he was drunk. Maybe he was listening to 100 with Drake and just was feeling Drake's verse. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Who knows? Maybe maybe he was he was pissed off at Quentin Miller, so he wanted to clinch on something. I don't know. The fuck? But I, I, can, I can really believe... Um, I can believe that, that, uh, that the game did that shit, like, on some real shit, because... 
That's one crazy ass nigga. Like, he's always doing some like crazy shit. Like, it's never like a normal day for that nigga. Like, I swear, his day is spontaneous every fucking day. And then, you know what gets me the most? Because he's a hard ass nigga. But like, I remember him on some like TV show with a tongue ring and with a girlfriend. And, I don't know. <sighs> Whatever. Kudos to you, game. I hope you don't get sued for $10 million, and I hope you don't get straight out of your fucking money, like 50 Cent is. Speaking of one broke-ass nigga, um, supposedly 50 Cent filed for bankruptcy like a couple weeks ago, and um, yeah, I don't know how this nigga's still surviving, but uh, what, what I read from some articles is that 50 Cent... I don't know if he bankrupted himself or he bankrupted his... No, he couldn't have bankrupted his businesses. I think he took the bankruptcy so he didn't pay, have to pay that motherfucker, uh, Rick Ross's girlfriend. But um, I think that he he did that, supposedly. He took the bankrupt um, bankruptcy so that it wouldn't affect his business. So he still has money. Niggas think he's, he's like fucking totally out of the subject. Nah, he's, he has money. That vitamin water money is not done yet. Niggas is still drinking Formula 50 right now. So, I don't know what these niggas is talking about. But, yeah. Um, what else is on the fucking topic? Okay, so. More fuckery news. More fuckery news. Um. So, I'm on Worldstar, right? And this, I, I talked about this in my old podcast, uh, Waffle's House. Again, y'all can check that shit out. Tell me and give me some feedback. But this is the fucking bluster where we talk about the best shit in entertainment. Um, so Worldstar promotes a video of um, a fucking Taco Bell employee, right? No, no, not talking Taco Bell, a Checkers Burger employee. Making a burger. This bitch had the audacity to drop the fucking burger on this wet ass dirty floor. Wipe that shit on the fucking dirty ass floor. Pick it up and finish making that fucking sandwich. This is why I'm like, why do I fucking eat out? Niggas do not give a fuck. About people like at all. She dropped a burger bun and burger on the floor and wiped that shit like it was a fucking napkin or a paper towel or a fucking towel where there was some wet ass shit on the floor to soak up the fucking moisture. I can't believe that shit. Like, I was like, niggas really don't give a fuck about like. Like, I can understand, Nick, like, okay, I would never do that shit, but I can understand some niggas, like, um, they're just like, you know what, this nigga's a dick, I'm just gonna fucking spit in his drink, like, I don't, I wouldn't condone it, but I can understand it, like, if you're pissed off that much, go ahead, do that, but, like, come on, man, drive through, dude, you're gonna, dr- and a burger out of all things, like, it just, it just makes me think of, like, the shit that, like, 
I've ate in my life. Like, what what if they did that just for fun? Like, if it was like a fucking a game of Uno or something like like a board game like type of game that they're trying to do to kill time in their fucking job. Because I was I was a part time employee for Dunkin' Donuts, so I know it does get boring. But like, I mean, I'm the type of nigga that like I I believe in karma, so I just I couldn't I could never do that shit. But just just knowing how bored you can get with that if you're not busy it's just like yo niggas really like are fucking trifling man and it just it, it just it saddens me to say that like or saddens me to see that they do some stuff like that and that per- it is probably a person that didn't even do anything to make you mad or you know what i'm saying so you're just like doing like you know you're you're hurting somebody else's body on purpose and then that's why you get bad karma later on it's just like just be just be a right a righteous person and just just do do something right <sighs> but yeah i just saw that video and just it just sickened me just like ugh. and i i saw a video um previously i was gonna i was gonna do this podcast a long time ago but i wanted to get all the the equipment so i can sound better because before <laughs> Your nigga Jerome was talking in a fucking pair of iPhone, <laughs> iPhone fucking, iPhone headphones with the microphone on the fucking wires, my nigga. What some low budget ass microphone bullshit? But who cares? We got the mics, we got the mixer. We we good in this motherfucker tonight. We good in the bluster tonight. This is the bluster. But um, yeah. There was another incident with some fast food. I don't know what it is with fast food, man. Fast food just loves to drive. But I, I remember being in fast food, and I feel like fast food does drive the most drama that you will ever see in your life. And I, I, I do I do agree that niggas should. Well, I don't agree, but I feel like niggas should. Like, I think everybody should, and I, I've said this in my old podcast, I think everybody should working fast food at least one time one time in their life just to experience it and become humble because niggas do work for like mad low money and that's why niggas be having attitudes and shit because they work for mad low money they have to work all day and then customers are mad as fuck because their food is not prepared in a timely fashion but then there's like a hundred niggas ordering the same thing so it's like you can't control that so hey what can you do you know what i'm saying like you can do what you can do and that's what i learned like i remember i used to try to like i can't i can't fix a hundred sandwiches in like 10 minutes it's not possible so you just got to do what you can and, and that's how you learn but it makes you humble man like when you go to food you won't be as mad you'll be like yo I, w- I used to work there and uh <sighs> And I can't get mad at them. I, I understand, but some niggas, some niggas be, or some niggas be having, or not niggas, but any type of person, but they be having attitudes for no goddamn reason, and that shit pisses me off. But whatever, fuck them niggas. Um, speaking of a fuck ass nigga, um, I seen a video of a of a KKK. I don't even know. I don't think he was affiliated with KKK. Maybe just let let's call him the Confederate flag fucking affiliate that wanted to keep the confederate flag up in south carolina and by the way on a side note i went to um i went to clearwater washington and um around that time this was maybe a week or two ago it is um 
it's August, but I think this was in July. And um, niggas, not niggas, white niggas were turning up. And when I say turning up, they were on motorcycles fucking waving that dusty ass, loser ass Confederate flag all around fucking Florida. These niggas were pissed. And I didn't give a fuck, my nigga, because y'all niggas still lost the fucking South Carolina house. And y'all niggas still lost the fucking Confederacy war against the Union, nigga. So fuck y'all niggas for still trying to talk about, oh, it's Southern pride. Fuck that shit. It's not Southern pride. It's because y'all niggas are fucking racist. And you know it. Think about it. Why would you have a Confederate flag if the Confederacy is fighting for keeping the fucking slaves instead of abolishing slavery fuck that shit nigga y'all niggas are always and that's what i think niggas are not niggas why niggas always make excuses of why oh it's southern pride no it's not fucking southern pride my nigga it's it's more than that y'all have a feeling of of not even guilt but you have a feeling of fucking hate for fucking people of color and that's why you want to keep the flag up there just to show that you can oppress fucking black people but no that's why that shit is getting the fuck down fuck that flag nigga and it could burn in fucking hell all fucking day that shit was whack that shit was so fucking whack and i used to think about that when i went to fucking myrtle beach every year i was like why are they still like and this was in fucking surf shops and fucking like any boutique shop like have like f- I mean and even on cars it wasn't as prevalent I feel like niggas for um are more like out there now that this shit happened than before but you you will see the Confederate flag on in front of like cars and this is just growing up in North Carolina you seeing it like as a license plate thing or you see a belt buckle with a Confederate flag and it wasn't it wasn't an issue. But now it is because niggas are like, niggas took L's in the church. Niggas got shot up in the church. And nah, fuck that. Fuck that flag. I've always hated that flag. And like I said, when I went to Myrtle Beach, that shit was uncomfortable. But then I understand, like, I feel like that if we keep those flags, we can know who are the real, like, or true hateful people, like, instead of having it away, because it's just like, but you know what, I don't give a fuck, because y'all still gonna fly that shit, because you want to use your, your amendment of freedom to do whatever the fuck you want, and you're gonna, you're gonna fly that shit proudly, so fuck that flag, and that's why I love those fucking vines, where niggas get out their cars, pull that flag out, fucking stomp on that shit, burn that shit, put, tie them, tie them flags on their, on their shoes, and fucking walk on them shits, like, it's like a fucking, um, like, it's like a fucking doormat, a fucking sheet, a dirty ass sheet, like, they use that shit to wipe their ass, like, fuck that flag, that flag is whack, and that's why, speaking of this confederate flag, fuck that nigga for talking about, first of all, he, he didn't even know what the fuck he was wearing, nigga, you're wearing fubus, oh, Oh, it doesn't matter if it was a it was a black person that wore them. I like these shoes. No, fuck that shit. You don't like black people because after he says that, he says, "Oh, I don't understand why why you people do this." And he's like, "Are you black?" And he was like, "No." So like, what do you mean? You know what I'm saying? So if you're saying why do you people, that means you do hate fucking black people and you do care. 
So when you when you get out of the fucking camera and out of the light, you're going to take those shoes and burn them shits. And I'm happy that you were wearing fucking FUBUs. Fuck you, nigga. Because we don't fuck with FUBUs. We haven't fucked with FUBUs since fucking 2003. So fuck FUBUs. Well, not fuck FUBUs. But fuck you for, for talking all that shit and then you're wearing some shit that's made by black people. Fuck you, nigga. You're a fucking dickhead and that's the fuckery of the day. Jesus Christ. These dumbass niggas. Talking all that shit. <laughs> I swear to God. <laughs> but yes. Um, <laughs> and some other shit. <laughs> and some other shit. Uh, Robin Thick. I really don't give a fuck about this, but... <laughs> Robin Thick is now... Robin Thicke is not engaged, but is currently dating a 20-year-old. How old is fucking Robin Thicke? I gotta I gotta Google this shit. How old is this nigga? I gotta see this. Is he 28 years old? Hold on, let me see. Oh my god. These niggas don't give a fuck. Tiger, Tiger 27, whatever, dating Kylie Jenner, 17-year-old. Okay, so Robin Thicke is born March 10, 1977. What the fuck? <laughs> this nigga's 38 years old, and he's dating a 20-year-old. I, don't, I'm just, I mean, it doesn't matter now. She's above the age of consent. But um, supposedly, after divorce and Paula Patton, which I wouldn't... That was That's so surprising to me. Like That's like Miguel divorcing fucking his girlfriend um nirvana whatever her fucking name is nivia whatever her shit is um it's just i didn't i i would never expect that but um that nigga took some l's <laughs> that nigga took a hundred l's i want to say i mean his his album went fucking his album went fucking string and gum in your pocket um that shit flopped. I think what twenty people bought that shit in Australia or whatever. Then he he got a divorce, allegedly, because I don't know this shit. I'm not trying to get sued, but um, supposedly he got divorced. I don't know what the reason. What what was the reason that he got divorced, Liz? So supposedly he cheated. Um. I thought it was because Miley Cyrus was twerking on his dick on in front of um, MTV, and Paula Patton couldn't take that shit. Her um, Mission Impossible ass couldn't take that shit. Um, but I guess he cheated. Whatever he, he apologized, and then to top to put the fucking icing on the cake for a, a nigga that's taking L's. This nigga gets slapped with a a million dollar lawsuit from fucking Marvin Gaye's camp or Marvin Gaye's son. <sighs> Jesus Christ. I've never seen a nigga take so many L's, my dude. <sighs> Man, you took more L's than millions. Than the word millions. But um <sighs> Jesus Christ. So he takes an L and I guess he has to pay that Marvin Gaye. I think him and Pharrell, so I'm not going to just give it to him, but him and Pharrell had to to pay up for st basically stealing the whole song from Marvin Gaye, uh, Blurred Lines. Um, but I guess 
now it seems like his life is turning around and he has a 20 year old girlfriend and he's 38 years fucking old but uh who gives a fuck and he has a son but you know it is what it is. I feel like celebrities, they just need to um, be single because some of these niggas can't handle um, having having a faithful relationship. These niggas need to, uh, I don't know, beat their meat or something and and, and, and stay, stay with their relationship instead of fucking that shit up. But, uh, whatever. G- good luck with you, Robin. Thickum or Thick or Thock or Thought. Or whatever the fuck you want to call it. I hope your relationship goes well and uh, your career goes to an uprise. Because you were actually winning, my nigga. Not to bring you back up, but you were actually winning. You were winning. You had the blurred lines. You were going in. And then nigga snatched your shit like it was nothing. Snatched your shit like a gold chain, my dude. Damn. You were flourishing like fucking, and that's that's how I feel like Iggy Azalea. I'm not even trying to bring her ass up, but that's how I feel like Iggy Azalea is now, or Azalea, or whatever the fuck you want to call it. She had fancy, and now she's fucking with Britney, and pff, that shit's about to go downhill. Like she's about to take L's, my nigga, just like Robin Thicke. We're not, we'll never hear from her again. So good luck to you, Iggy Azalea. Good luck to you, Robin Thicke. I hope you guys. Um, I hope you guys do well in this entertainment of a fuckboy business. It is. And what else happened? Supposedly, Tyga was doing an indie movie slight but missed his shoot because of a lost passport. Tyga, you seem like a fuck-ass nigga to lose your passport. I know. I can tell. I can tell you, dude, you buy, like I said earlier, you buy a fucking dumbass fucking $20,000 chair and you pay another $20,000 to convert it to a toilet. So I can see you losing a fucking simple ass passport to some stupid ass shit. So, cause you do some stupid ass shit, but, um, yeah, I'm not talking about that anymore. Um, let's check the notes because I know there's more fuckery. Um, oh yeah, and last but not least on the fuckery and the this podcast I want to talk about is um Taco Bell. So niggas are trying to break bad or are breaking bad or are trying to be Walter White. <sighs> Supposedly some niggas are or were trying to sell <laughs> meth in Taco Bell, or supposedly an employer was trying to sell meth with some random ass nigga in Taco Bell, right? <laughs> Who do you fucking think you are? Do you think you are AMC to be doing Breaking Bad 2 and, um, have the blue meth like Walter White to 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 make money to cover your costs for your health bill? No, I don't think so. And um, I just want to say, I didn't even think niggas did fucking meth anymore. I I did I can't I don't even see that shit. Like first of all, I don't do drugs, especially not n- niggas that chemically make shit that you don't know what they're putting in. I would never do that shit. So. 
I don't know why these 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 niggas do that and 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 fuck their lives up with that shit. I guess maybe that that shit must be worse than crack. But um yeah, this so so a nigga was selling meth. <laughs> it sounds like some trailer park boy shit, but um nigga was selling meth with I guess his boy and and where was this at? Cedar Rapids. <sighs> 31-year-old Christopher Adam was arrested with a 56-year-old. And they were both charged with conspiracy to manufacture meth in a, a restaurant that's not even yours. I can understand if you had, like, a fucking, I don't know, like, a fake Hooters or a fake-ass pizza shop and you was doing it. You were doing it in a fucking franchised fucking restaurant that sells tacos fucking burritos and fucking mexican pizzas and fucking empanadas are you fucking stupid do you really think you were gonna get away with that shit like who who were you talking to who are you talking to yo i got the hottest meth while you you buy a fucking bean burrito no nigga i don't want a, a fucking bean burrito with a fucking side of meth do I look like a trailer park to you? No, I don't. And 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 Taco Bell released a statement saying, noting that the meth was not cooked in the restaurant's kitchen. However, Montavious has been terminated and the franchise owner may press criminal charges. Taco Bell adds that the company and franchise find the situation completely unacceptable and the franchisee is cooperating with the police. Of course he'll be cooperating with the police. He's a fucking smart nigga. He's not going to fucking say, oh, that didn't happen. Of course. This fucking obvious, Taco Bell. Thanks for a a great statement. That That was the greatest statement I've ever heard in my fucking life. And then supposedly Taco Bell says the chain has hired the company that specializes in to clean up hazardous materials and plans to submit a report on the progress of the situation on Friday. Stuart Schmitz, a toxologist with with the Iowa Department of Health, tells the paper that those who face the greatest health risk from meth labs are the meth manufacturers themselves and that there is little risk, little, little risk the public was exposed. No, nigga, I'm not gonna get a burrito from rap from Cedar Rapids in my life. If I do decide to end up in Cedar fucking Rapids, I would definitely not be grabbing a burrito, a fucking soft taco, a fucking quesarito, a fucking Dorito taco, fucking loco, whatever the fuck that shit is called, a fucking um empanada, nothing from that place. Niggas are selling meth out of there. How unsanitary. How disgusting. How fucking dirty. Were these niggas using gloves to serve the food? Like, who who knows? No. No, thank you. So, um, Taco Bell, get your shit to fucking together, my nigga. And get some better shit or better employees that fucking actually care and want to work. Because... I look at I look at this this fucking job market and and niggas I, I see niggas trying to get jobs and no niggas are hiring. So why don't you hire niggas that want to work instead of hiring fuck niggas that do stupid ass shit to fuck your fucking to fuck your 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 fucking how do I say it 
your your company's view or your company's your the company's eye on the the the, the public like you guys are some f- f- fucking dickheads and this this was the fucking bluster i hope you enjoyed this shit let's get it let's get it let's get it let's get it i'll be right around with it cruising with the top down windows all tinted i'll be right around with it you might see your miss she won't bring me money i ain't pivin i'll be right around